Service Wave Podcast. Joining me today is my good friend, my brother, Lalo. Test, test, test. Test, is Lost Balls, bro. Surface Wave episode number four with Lalo. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. What's up? Chilling, chilling, big chilling. Every day. I want to give a quick shout out to you. Fucking my phone, Surface Wave Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Surface Wave Podcast. Follow it. It's been blowing up, man. If you don't follow it, I'll kill you. <laughs> you posted on your story to follow it, and all of a sudden, all these people, bro. Shout out to the fam. Oh, damn. This one dude followed me. He goes, his bios, I don't sell drugs. I sell clothes. That's fire. I like that. Oh, is that Jazz? <clears throat> yeah, you know him? Yeah, I know Jazz. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, how was your your week? How was your day? Um, the week's been good, bro. I mean, I'm busy. It been, it's been crazy, right, with the election going on, man. Like, <laughs> nobody even knows what's going on. I hate it, bro. I don't even know where I am anymore. To be honest, it, it kind of feels like with like when covid first happened you're on your phone just trying to like refresh refresh to find out new stats and new stuff that's how i felt with uh with the election man i just i felt my anxiety just heighten dude yeah refresh 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 it's crazy man my my week was pretty cool um linked up with dreams linked up with archie linked up with hooligan i'm actually after this episode gonna meet with archie we're going to finalize this EP for him. Fire. That's dope, bro. My day, though, my day was pretty hectic today. Let's talk about it. So, we had a, my, my girl's been prepping for her sister's baby shower. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mexicans like to go all out. Super hard. But we're, we had, it's a, it's a drive-by baby shower, so... It's not even like a full on, mm-hmm. but they still <laughs> went. They Dude. had the. They made this big sign outside the front yard. They had a table, and people were driving by, leaving gifts, and then they gave them a like a like a big plate of food, tamales. Oh, hell yeah, bro! That's cupcakes dope. and. So yeah, we've been prepping that all day, and then got the show, bro. That's what's dope about like the Mexican culture, right? Because we love so hard, bro. Like, when it comes yeah. to family, like, that's everything. Um, because even my brother had a drive-by um, baby shower for his baby. Yeah. And he was hooking us up with, like, candy. Like, he had all these, like, little liquor bottles prepped for all of us. Same. Same Promoting, with drinking, Bro. and driving. She, Esther has goodie bags. And it, it's, like, little wine bottles. And nope. then she printed off tags that say, uh, they say, thank you. And then she even got, because my sister-in-law's, her favorite snack is, uh, what's that? The, the popcorn. Um Kettle corn. Oh, kettle corn. Yeah, hell yeah. So that's her favorite popcorn. And Esther got like little bags and put uh, the popcorn in there to go with the the wine and stuff. And yeah, man. It's that's a, dope, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's been busy. Um, also, this week, we lost rapper King Vaughn. Um, he, I guess, was like in a shootout with the, like like with the, a crew. People at first were saying that the cops are the ones who shot him. Um, I do have a clip real quick. incident where two groups of individuals got into a physical altercation. That physical altercation uh, escalated into an exchange of gunfire with those groups. Uh, Two police officers who were working at that particular uh, 
uh, club or a lounge, notice the gunfire, notice the altercation and engage some of the people involved. Um, there was a exchange of gunfire with police as well. Uh, at this particular point in time, we have about five individuals who have been shot, two are deceased, one is in critical condition and two are stable at this particular point. There was a... Yeah, so it, it's just sad. I, I believe he was 25 when he passed and it's just super shitty, man. He was on the rise. Bro, so, so young much, to go. So much potential, man. And at first they were saying that there was off-duty police officers who killed him, but it was off-duty police officers who were trying to stop the altercation. And then, yeah, and then they had to fire back. But yeah, um, RIP, rest in peace, King Von. Yeah, rest in peace. I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, I never really listened to him. Was he popping? Yeah, he from Chicago, him and Lil Durk. Okay, that okay. whole movement out there, man. Um, Jeez, that's like, I found about found out about him from the No Jumper podcast. Okay, sick. Yeah, but he's super dope, bro. Super aggressive flow, and okay, it's just sad, man, to see these rappers go so young. Yeah, man, super that's, sad, man. When you see like everyone like saying like show love to your artist like now, in case something happens, like bro, like I wonder if he knew that like LeBron and his kids like rock with his music. You know what I mean? Like that would have yeah, been that, that. that would have been dope for him to know. Prior to what happened, obviously. Yeah. And this probably isn't a good thing, but I saw a video of a little baby. He was like three years old and he had like a Lego and he was like pointing at the camera <laughs> and he was singing <laughs> word for word for King Von. That's dope. But um, but yeah, so yeah, RIP. Um, let's get to know you, bro. Right, let's let, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let, let the audience know who you are. So besides being a Bengals fan, do you have any other regrets in life? Dude, seriously, bro? Come on. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I don't up. even know how they're doing right now. We're doing all right, bro. So the Bengals got the normal draft pick last year. We drafted Joe okay. Burrow. The kid looks tough, bro. So there's okay. potential. There's potential. In five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's the thing. Like being a Bengal fan, man, like they have the worst record in the NFL when it comes to like one score games. They're like 1-11-1. and one. That's awful, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm really not into sports no more, but... Yeah, that, that must be shitty, Heartbreakers. Man. Heartbreakers all the time. At least you're a solid fan, though. Always stick stick to the hard times. Um, Who are your top three artists in rotation right now? Who are you listening to? Who are you vibing with? Right now, dude, it's, I listen to, it's, um, MGK is always in the rotation, but I'm the biggest fan, have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know, let me see here. Let me go through this. Some, some Daft Punk? Do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like right now, and recently, I just got like super into like the the real McKenzies. It's like a Irish like rock band. They go hard, bro. Irish rock band. Yeah, that's hard. Like you, I most people probably heard at least one song. It's called uh, Chip, and it's like I don't know, bro. It just slaps. And then um, I don't know, dude. Like, I, there's nothing in you like nothing really new in that like, goes through my playlist. Like, it's like typically. Um, like Suicide Boys and Puyo all the time going oh, through yeah. there, just rotating through. Have you ever heard of um, an artist called Snot? Snot, no. So he's, he kind of has like a influence of Suicide Boys. He actually just dropped an album last week. I was, we probably, I, I don't know yet. I might be speaking too soon, but I did want to do a review of it. Okay. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of Suicide Boys, Puya. Um, so what are your favorite podcasts at the moment? What kind of. You know, what are you into? Yeah, favorite podcast right now. Um, number one, like religiously always listening to The Basement Yard. Um, who's on that one? It's uh, it's run by uh, Joe Sanagata, who was like a YouTuber for a while. 
um, kind of like an influencer type. Mm-hmm. And then he was doing all these like Facebook clips. And then, uh, yeah, he just, his podcast goes hard. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, Rogan's always going through. Um, big Theo Vaughn fan. That guy kills me, bro. He's such like, <laughs> he just yeah. says the, the like most random stuff all the time. Like I saw him on Bobby Lee's podcast. Yeah, bro. Dude, he's just hilarious. <laughs> him and Bobby Lee, bro, when they get they vibe, bro, it's too much, bro. They kill me, man. To be honest, ever since Rogan went to uh, to Texas, I don't know. I just I don't know if it's the guests, but I haven't really been like religiously following it no more. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like the stu- like the studio, bro. Was I don't know, bro. I don't like it's it. It's a bomb shelter. Yeah, it's so weird, bro. Like everyone's like calling it like a spaceship, and yeah. you know, I don't. It's not for me. It's, that's just the not. guests are just not hitting it. Like I don't know, man. Dude. I don't know if it's because of COVID and he's limited on guests, but it just does not. I don't know. It seems kind of dry, right? Like I don't know. Like in my opinion, like it just seems kind of dry. But yeah, the podcast with Alex Jones is hilarious. <laughs> bro, Alex Jones kills me, bro, because that guy is such a nut. Like I don't know if you ever heard him go on his rant about like there's chemicals in the water making the frogs gay, bro. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening. I heard Joe Rogan bust his balls on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, I just I can't. I gotta. You making the frogs gay? <laughs> or because it was sober October, and Alex Jones was just like. Just kept pressuring Joe Rogan to drink, and he was just like wanting him to smoke weed with him on the podcast, and it was just funny. Just like any good friend would do. <laughs> Basically, break your sobriety for for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, what was your all time favorite concert? Um, dude, like, man, I'm just such, just such a MGK mark, bro. Like, yeah. his concerts are lit, bro. Like. Um, the, when he came to Boise last, this dude climbed up in like the rafters, and, like did a fucking front flip into the stands. Like, it was crazy, bro. It was like, it was insane. It's just like yeah. vibe was dope, bro. Like it's super fun. Like and then like I don't know, is it like a rock concert? Yeah, because like he the has atmosphere. A, yeah, yeah, because he has like um his whole live band that's been like with him like since like day one, which is dope. And like yeah, he goes hard because like he himself is like a rock fan. Like, obviously, he just released that pop yeah. punk album. So, like, I listened to it too. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, bro. It's Surprisingly, it, I really enjoyed it. It was a good change of pace, for, like, what's out right now. Like, it was such like a vibe, like, like a 2000s vibe. It was dope. There was one song, I can't remember the name or even like a lot of the lyrics, but it was just talking about like people buying tickets to his show, just like basically see him killing himself for this music i can't remember yeah. the name off top i think that's like the opening track off that i album. think so mm-hmm. but i played that one back a few times because it was just just so real jaw dropping mm-hmm. real so let me ask you this then mgk or eminem dude <laughs> <laughs> me me and lalo had a huge debate yeah we go like hot on this a year or two ago we had a bonfire and we were drunk and we were we were just going back and forth on it dude for me like yeah, in let's, my, let's bring it back up in my taste um it's difficult, bro, because like M slaps, bro, and there's just certain times when like it, it just doesn't do for me, like because like he'll make a bunch of songs, like he's made songs like before, like uh like hiding in people's under their beds and like killing yeah. them and shit, like you know what I mean, like which is like whatever if that's for you, that's cool, bro, but like I I got a MGK, bro, I got to rock yeah. with my boy. I might get heat from this, but I I'll say MGK too, only only because Eminem's hits. So his new stuff is dope, but it just doesn't it doesn't have that wow factor no more. Mm-hmm. It's like Godzilla and I don't even haven't even kept up with any of the other ones, but his old hits at the time were hits, but if you play them back now, it's kind of cringe, bro. Like I don't know. That's just that's just my two cents on it, but I would say MGK too. As far as 
like legacy Eminem for sure. Yeah, but right now I would say MGK. Watch all the old heads are gonna get so mad right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just kind of like Tupac or Kendrick Lamar. Right. Okay. You know that's what I'm fair. saying you're right. not gonna say, and it's a hard comparison, but Kendrick Lamar for me right now because that's who I'm spinning. Right, one hundred percent. I'm not asking top five, you know. Mm, yeah, but it's just the, the artist I get compared to a lot of the time. Yeah. Who do you think won that the 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 uh, the battle, the whatever the, it was? Their beef. Their beef. Yeah. Yeah. I just like rap devil was a was a the song itself was a dope song, bro. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think like I think MGK is he's younger like and he knows his fans more, right? So he could like speak to the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Um. So like he made a better song for sure. I yeah. I liked rap devil a lot yeah. more. Shit was yeah super hard. All right, so that's Lalo. Gonna get to know him. He's gonna be on. He's gonna be my co-host. So, um, <laughs> you do that. What's on your mind? But I had kind of had like an idea, right? Because I wanted to do this game with you, and trying to see if I could get you caught up and get you canceled. What's up? This uh <laughs> word association game, right? So I'm gonna say a word, and off the top, you just say what comes to your mind first. Oh damn! Okay, I'm, ready. I'm drinking some Heineken right now. So Heineken right now. Let's go, bro. You ready? Yeah. Let's okay, let's it. go. America. Great. Family. Love. Hot dog. Ketchup. Ladies. One. Big. Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Round. Table. Flat. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I got for you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh come on, bro. The, the, yeah, the Earth is not flat though. Unless it is. <laughs> What's uh something that's weighing on you heavy these days? Uh, well, just this week, man, the elections for sure. Um, and as of right now, Biden is the apparent winner, um, which is good for me because that's who I voted for. I'm not scared to say it, but he's out here. I, I honestly, I feel like the elections this year, I feel like we were more educated than ever. Mm -hmm. Like understanding the electoral college. Is different from the popular. Yeah, like, I've kind of had a few ideas about things, but actually being actually invested and having someone that I was backing made me really just invested emotionally and being able to have up to date updates. Like it's like a sports sports Dude, game. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you can just refresh, and it it tells you the stats. I don't think social media has been that. Um, intertwined with the election ever yeah dude it's, it's, it's such a weird time because like in this day and age we have access to all kinds of information at all times like yeah bro like and everyone can be informed and intelligent or informed on what's going on right because yeah. like even my my niece right now is just posting and posting all these facts and things she's getting from like it's like it's cool to see right because like she yeah. can't even vote yet but she has this opinion and she's the ed educated in what she's thinking and like it's scary though because if you're not open-minded, you could just find what you want to find. Fair. You could be mm -hmm. left or right. And I, there's a lot of uh, people that I know, and I talk to them about something I read off Twitter, and they're like, well, that's a left, far left media platform. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mm -hmm. listen to it. But the thing is, is like you're on Facebook, which is a far right platform. You're choosing, you're, you're able to choose what where you want to get your your news from yeah 100 percent. you got to be open-minded and see it from both sides uh, and like the ele uh, the election being rigged or not like yeah there's an art you can literally google is the election rigged and read all these articles it's just kind of it's kind of scary bro because i was listening to kboi the local news talk radio station in boise and kevin miller was just 
flat out saying fraud. It was rigged. And then people were calling in and they were agreeing with him and they were talking about this protest they wanted to do at the Capitol. And Kevin Miller allowed his platform to be used for these protests. And I'm just, it's just, it just, it blows my mind that there's no evidence. Yeah. There's, there's no evidence. There's, okay, there, there was a ballot that got ripped up. You look into it. It was instruction. It was not even a ballot. You can find the answers if you really, or there was another one. There was a, um, a guy loading equipment into a van and they, the headline was he was loading up a ballot box. <laughs> he was a photographer loading up his camera gear, but people just run with it. And they don't. And that's my question to you is, do you think the, the election was rigged? Dude? I mean, I don't know, bro. Like you see a bunch of stuff and, uh, like it, if it, if it is rigged, like how, how that, how, how that makes you rig it? <laughs> yeah. And for what, like, and then it makes us look so dumb as a nation, as yes, a country, bro. Like, bro, like we're going to like, I get it because like politics, bro, there's always, it's never straightforward and it's never, yes. you know, done the right way. It's always crooked, but this is like the presidential presidential election, bro. Like, and we have people cheating. You know what I mean? Like, bro, yeah. that's if, crazy. If, if they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, if they On are. that point though, I do have a clip I want to play and just, I want to just get your, your take on it and how you feel. It's fake news. It's, no. So this clip is from Bernie Sanders and he basically predicted everything that's happening right now. Weird. It, it's crazy. Let me load it up. My view is every vote must be counted. For reasons which I don't have the time to get into tonight, you're going to have a situation, I suspect, in states like Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, other states, where they are going to be receiving huge amounts of mail-in ballots. And unlike states like Florida or Vermont, they're not being able, for bad reasons, to begin processing those ballots until, I don't know, election day or maybe when the polls close. That means you're going to have states dealing with perhaps millions of mail-in ballots. Here is my worry. What polls show and what studies have shown is that for whatever reason, Democrats are more likely to use mail-in ballots. Republicans are more likely to walk into polling booths on election day. It is likely that the first votes that will be counted will be those people who came in on election day, which will be Republican. And here is the fear, and I hope everybody hears that. It could well be, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, nobody does, but it could well be that at 10 o'clock on election night, Trump is winning in Michigan, he's winning in Pennsylvania, He's winning in Wisconsin, and he gets on the television. He says, thank you, Americans, for reelecting me. It's all over. Have a good day. But then the next day and the day following, all of those mail-in ballots start getting counted. And it turns out that Biden has won those states, at which point Trump says, see, I told you the whole thing was fraudulent. I told you those mail-in ballots were crooked. And I got, you know, we're not going to leave office. So that is a worry that I and and a lot of people have. So the results, you know, we don't know what's happening. Maybe the results will be on election day, but uh, people should be aware of that possibility. Word for word, bro. Bro, that's so weird, The states, too. But that's the thing, though, is it's not crazy what Bernie Sanders is saying. Like, Donald Trump was preaching that melon melon, um, ballots are rigged and Mm -hmm. they're not 
he basically telling his Republican crowd to vote in person. So, of course, all the mail-in ballots are going to be Democrat. Yeah, makes sense. I could see it. It makes sense, bro. But this was weeks ago. See, that's and that's what's tribute, bro. Like, and literally around 10 o'clock, Donald Trump, on the night of the election on Tuesday, I'm president. I'm bro, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just like that confidence, bro. He's so funny. <laughs> I'm yeah, the I, best. <laughs> I'm the best president. It's great. I'm huge. What's funny, though, bro, is Twitter is censoring everything that he's saying because it says this could be misleading yeah. or not true. And people That's are like, our president. I've seen people say, like, the, these platforms are censoring. And that's because they're what biased. they're against. They're against censorship. They're against... It's all oh, about yeah. free speech. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I personally don't think it was rigged. How how could you rig from 50, to 50 plus different states, millions and millions of ballots... Yeah, it would see, take a lot of of effort, bro. Like, why go through and, all that trouble? And everyone would have to be on the same page, right? There would have to be a lot of people getting paid and a lot of corruption. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, too, like I saw like um, the second day, day two of election day, right? There was like a whole um, overnight. Biden woke up. We all woke up, and Biden had over hundred fucking thousand more votes. But they're all melon, right? And so that's and like, I was like, oh, that's weird, bro. Like, this is fishing. I don't like that. And then as the day progresses, like you learn that that's, they didn't come out of nowhere or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there was a reason for him. There, there's a reason why Trump didn't want those to be counted after Election Day because he knew that they weren't going to be for him. Yeah. So he's trying to say I won on all legal ballots. But if you're so say your your voting poll closes at eight o'clock <clears throat> and you're there at seven fifty nine, mm-hmm. you still legally by law are allowed to vote. Okay. So say a hundred thousand people just got off work and showed up five minutes till closing. They all have they have to stay open and allow those votes. It's by law. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I I can go on and on about it. Yeah. But as of right now, Biden's our president. No complaints there. What's on your mind? Um, it's um, what's gonna happen, right? I mean, we see people boarding up their windows and stuff. I mean, obviously nothing's happened. Nothing crazy's happened yet. But then we have like. Um, like this is stuff like, like, uh, stuff to think about, like freaking me out. Right. Because we have businesses boarding their windows up cause they're anticipating something. Yeah. And then we have Trump who's, um, taking these, um, states, uh, to court or whatever, you know what I mean? To, to dispute lost a lot of those lawsuits. Yeah. Already? already. See, I didn't know. I didn't know he lost them already, but like, you know what I mean? He like has about, I think six lawsuits right now. See, and like, bro, when you have people, um, on either side that are extreme, and had these extreme points of view, you just force, like, even if it starts on left, you're going to force the right to be far extreme the same way, you know what I mean? So, like, we have these outliers that are just psychos, honestly, bro, like. Uh, Yeah, that's the thing, like, with politics, and I think there's a term for being in the middle. I think it's like you're a liberal. Yeah, yeah. And then left is far left, and far right is far right. But it's just like, Like I don't agree with everything Biden says. I don't agree with everything Trump says. But at the end of the day, it's like, who do we want to be the face of our country? Yeah. And that's the thing, too, bro. It's like, this was like the perfect year for like the third party, like the libertarians to steal the election, right? Because everyone's kind of like iffy on either side, right? And, but dude, no one even knew about Joe Jorgensen, I feel like. That just no one, that was, she, their campaign was nothing. Yeah. And they, I think they just don't ever have the funding to compete with the Republican or Democrat party. But I mean, yeah, they don't. Was that ever going to change? I mean, who knows, really? You know. I will say the one thing that that caught my attention was um, Biden was behind a hundred thousand votes in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I think there was eighty five percent of the votes counted, 
And by the time they counted 99% of the votes, Biden not only got that 100,000 back, but I think he won by 20,000 on top of that. That's a lot. And if that's 85% counted, you're saying that the rest, the 15%, mm-hmm. 14% of those were Bidens? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. It's, it's, it is crazy. See, and that's why like, I it could see crazy. I could see where people are like, it's, it's, it's fraud, it's fake or whatever. You know? That's what I'm saying. I'm it's not fishy. On, I'm not far left, far right. I just see the numbers and you know in your gut something doesn't sit right. Yeah, and that's the thing, dude. Like I just want to go back. Like this I think like this election to me like has been the most like um like crazy and like um even like all Trump's four years have been so like I don't even know the right word, like volatile or like aggressive. I mean it's just been something. I mean what happened to the you know, like when you used to be in the United, like Yeah. Then he's come back. I I think that the issue is social media though yeah because all everyone has felt the this way but now there's a platform for everyone to voice their opinion so now you now know Facts. what this person thinks uh-huh. when he probably wouldn't have said that in a, a normal dinner conversation yeah now exactly. he's on facebook Th- this is my viewpoint and if you think differently then you're wrong unfriend me yeah like dude that's all the time unfriend me and it, I, I just honestly think that we are now able to see people's opinions now. Yeah. And then, all, I think it's always been this divided, to that's be honest. True. We just now can see that it is this divided. Yeah, and everyone feels so much stronger and so much tougher behind a keyboard, right? So you could just say definitely. you could just say whatever you wanted to anyways. Yeah, definitely. But the thing is now is the younger generation, I feel like in 20 years, or even when my son is able to vote, I feel mm-hmm. like there's going to be more unity I definitely do. I feel like times are changing. Yeah, because sure. we're so it's so accessible to see everything. It's so quick to see the scandals. It's so quick to know what this person's doing. You, the what is it when the veil is over your eyes? Like it's now off. Like yeah, we're now able to see everything. You took your blinders off. Yes. Um, another thing that's on my mind is fatherhood. Um, okay. Just my son, bro. Lately, he's becoming more interested in music and That's cool. wanting to be in the studio more, wanting to <laughs> play his guitar and stuff. And I love it for sure. But before my son was born, everyone was just always asking, like, is he going to be a rapper too? You know, and I always said no. Like, if he wants to, I'll, I'm not going to say no. But right. I know a lot of parents who are trying to push their dreams and their mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. But it's just interesting to me because I've never once had to do that for him. Mm-hmm. And he's just, yeah. Through the love that he sees crazy, that you man. have for music, like he, this piques his interest. I saw that snap you sent, bro. <laughs> he had his Black Panther mask on. He Playing just, guitar. Yeah, bro, yeah. I was dying, bro. But the, the, there's kind of an issue that I have with it. Cause he always wants to come in here when I'm recording and I have clients or I have wave cartel artists. And I just don't want him to be influenced so young. Okay. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? And we're not like, like you can't smoke in the studio. You can't do nothing. You can drink in here. But mm-hmm. it's like just the language and the the energy that's in the room. 100%. I just kind of fear, you know, I want him to have his own influences and I want him to have his own interests. But if this is, if it's something that he's interested in, I don't want to be the one to tell him no. Right. Okay. It's just kind of, you know, it, it, it's just hard. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, if he's gonna come, like, he's gonna be in the studio, like, getting influence from the people inside the studio. Like, 
that's not who they even really are. Like when you come in this dude, like you you put on your ego, you come yes. in with your persona, you come in with your your so called character, or whatever. There's you know? some artists who flip the script and they be they they are presentable. Right. But then there's some artists who are just like, I'm not even gonna say. Just they're they're just they're still on that character. Uh-huh. So they're just like, I don't know. They just don't turn it off. And they're yeah, still, like dude, like my son's four. But another thing that about that. My son notices that I'm always working. My son notices that I'm doing this and doing that. Um, there was one time where I was super proud. I, I did a music video and the, the payout was super well. And I was talking to my lady about it. And my son was just there and he was just like, I want to make money. And I was like, you know, once you get a job and you start working and you're dedicated, you could, you know? Mm-hmm. And then from there on out, every time I was done with the session, my son was like, Dad, how much money did you make? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, Ezra, we, we can't, you can't say, you can't, like, and it's it's hard because he doesn't understand that, like, kids aren't supposed to talk about money. Right, yeah. But he asked that question in front of my family, in front of people. Uh, and I just don't want him to, but he's four, bro, and he understands yeah. that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And little boss mentality already bro <laughs> and I, I i try to explain to him like you got to work for it mm-hmm. and you know when it's me and you we could talk about money but it's just not something that kids should be talking about and little man's four bro and he's just like wants a job and he wants to i told him i'm, I'm coming to do the podcast tonight and he's just like i want to do something i like it, i bro. want to do something and i was like well let's, let's put you in guitar lessons or something and he's excited about oh, that dope, dope. but he basically wants to do something with music that's cool, man. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, he's inspired. Like, and like you said from the start, like you that was you didn't ever force your hand in that. Like, exactly. Yeah. So it's that's genuine. dope, bro. Yeah. Uh huh. That's from his own heart that he and wants to play music and listening do something. to the podcast in the car. My son was listening. I never once sat him down and been like, you know, this is dad, you know. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, he comes in the studio and he goes, "Welcome to the Surface Wave Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm your host, Dad. Uh, the greatest podcast in the world. Today, we're going to be talking about like." <laughs> he picked up on yeah. everything bro and it just blew my mind like yeah that's cool man the that's... whole flow of it he literally was introducing himself he, and me he's ready for it it's just it's just insane that's man. cool bro that's super cool the kids are awesome man like that's like yeah being a dad is like how's the my, best how's thing. my little nephew doing bro he's good bro that today <laughs> oh so for y'all who don't know lalo knocked up my sister hell yeah it did he also kidnapped her, took her to Vegas, and married her without me knowing. What's up, baby? And now we're here, four years later. <laughs> <laughs> Best buds. Let it be known. Let the record show. Yeah. That crazy didn't talk to me for like four months when I first met this guy, bro. To be fair, I was also smoking a lot, and mm. I was also just Excuses. in a different headspace. Nope. He was on his phone playing 2K, bro. I love you, bro. Nah. It's all love. Yeah, man. it is now. But yeah, how's little man doing? Good, bro. Kids, like I said, kids are crazy, right? So <laughs> I don't know what it is, but when um, Jax gets like sunglasses on, bro, he just becomes a different kid. He has I this saw, like, yeah, he, he has this like snap. ego, bro. Like, yeah. like my bad, big time. He was sitting on the table, glasses on, eating pizza, <laughs> sitting on the table. Yeah, bro. He's like, a, yeah, he's in, in his own world. He's a superstar. I go, my bad, bro. Yeah, he's cool. Kids are awesome, bro. He's like, uh, it's it's a trip, right? Because he broke his leg and, um. Just the recovery, like that's yeah. He he broke his femur. He broke his leg when he was like two. Yeah, and it just it's so shitty because he was learning to walk and he was like progressing, and then he broke his leg, slipped, and he was in a cast for what three months, four months, something. I think yeah, something like that. Yeah, bro. And then he had to go to rehab and learn how to walk, even though he never learned in the first place. Like 
Yeah, so he was That's like, so he was on track. Man. He was like, we finally made progress. He was walking around, stumbling along. And then, boom, broke his leg and had to restart the whole process Literally, all over just, again. What, just slipped on the floor? Yeah, yeah. So, like, what he had, like, stepped on the uh, my wife's phone and, like, tripped or I don't know, bro. And, like, yeah. the way he fell, like, snapped his femur. And, like, he was in, a like, a whole uh. body cast, bro. Like, from his rib cage all the way down one leg and, like, to the kneecap on the other leg. And, like, a rod in between his legs so he couldn't move at all. Yeah. But, the, but the, that's crazy, bro. The kids are, like, they're champs. Like, he took it all in stride. Like, my son is such an inspiration to me, bro, because this yeah. kid is tough as nails, bro. Like... It didn't phase him. Like he was just still happy, go lucky, smiling, dude. Even yeah, when we, when he got to the hospital initially, bro, he was like smiling at the nurse, like flirting with the nurse and stuff. Like, dude, <laughs> you just broke your leg, bro. What do you mean? Yeah, man, kids are kids are crazy, man. My <clears throat> my lady, she had to go to the hospital recently. She had some issues, and I was stressed out. I was driving, going to the hospital. Had to make sure she was okay. Mm-hmm. And the entire time my son was in the back seat and he was just like, you could tell he was a little scared. Right. But the entire time, so she had to go to the hospital and because of COVID, we're not allowed inside the hospital. And she left her phone at home. So I was just at the house in my Ugh. own head. I didn't know what was going on, if they were going to admit her to the ER, what's happening. And the entire time my son was trying to just make me happy. Like he was I love it, bro. dressing up as a robot and trying to just... <laughs> Dad, let's go to the park. Let's go do this. And then, thank God, everything was okay with my girl. And my, my girl was just asking my son, like, hey, were, like, were you scared, you know? And she, he, was less, he was like, no, but Daddy was super scared. Oh, <laughs> Daddy <damn>. was so nervous. <laughs> he couldn't call you. And it just, it's just crazy to me because he's in his own world. Like, he knew that he was worried, but mm-hmm. he knew I was worried. And I was trying to be strong for him, too. Yeah, that's the entire time he was trying to like make me laugh. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, he's so young, but at, at, he felt like he had to be your rock at that yeah, moment, he moment underst- in time. He understood, and that. held you down. I, I love that kid. So yeah, much, bro, man. kids are dope, bro. Like being a father is everything. Best thing that ever happened. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about Trippy Red's new album, Pegasus. She don't love me, she just say that shit. She don't love me, she just say that shit. She don't love me, she just say that shit. She don't love me, she just say that shit. Hey, she tryna play me, but don't know that I'm the breath, baby. She tryna play me, but don't know I know finesse, baby. But it's all good, I like your curves and how you dress, baby. I break you off and tell you looking like a mess, baby. You gon' say you love me, but I know you ain't for real. You gon' claim I made you feel how no one made you feel. Never love you, never trust you, I just like the way your pretty body feel. Hate to be so blunt, but with you, I'ma keep it real, baby. I'ma keep it real. She don't love me, she just say that shit. She don't love me, she just say that shit. She don't love me, she just say that shit. She don't love me, she just say that shit. Ten thousand times I hit your phone and never cared to call me back. Then I stayed alone, now I got all these bitches on me. Heard you ain't me, bitch, I'm for the say, so don't you think you lonely. I made sacrifices that I never really meant to lose. Fuck it though, I never trip. Never forced you to love me, baby. Alcohol really made you crazy. Guinness code ain't got me lazy. And for real. When I told you this, you let me go. When I told you this, you let me go. Catch me on some different shit and for real. She don't love me, she just say that shit. I know she don't. 
She don't love me, she just say that shit. I know she don't. She don't love me, she just say that shit. I know she don't. She don't love me, she just say that shit. I know she don't.
Welcome back to the Surface Wave Podcast. If you guys want to check out some new music, go to www.wavecartelmedia.com. Let's talk music. Woo-hoo-hoo. How you feeling about Trippy Red's new album, Pegasus? Let's, man. <laughs> In my opinion, bro, so that album was, what, 25, 26 tracks? 25. 25. That's too much, dude. <laughs> Don't yeah. give me that much content. Yeah. I get it. Like I had, a, yeah. It's, it's a double album, and we were talking... Um, Ty Dolla Sign's album last week, yeah. and it was a double album as well. Now it's just like you, you can't drop another album for another year or two. Yeah, that much content, bro. I, I I hate it, bro. And and my, I, it's not for me, bro. Like, give me fourteen solid ones. Yeah. You well, I mean? well, there was twenty five songs, and there was eleven features out of those twenty five. Yeah. But I mean, it's a lot to take in. I I I love the album. I'll say that much. I've never really tapped into Trippy Red too much. Um, the whole beef with him and six nine and him, like mm-hmm. I it honestly just made me not <clears throat> not want to tap into any of that. But this album, I really, I really enjoyed. Yeah, it um it wasn't my favorite ever, and I like Trippy all right. Um, I it was um it was dope and um how like the first we'll just say like first half of the album had a vibe and then like like the, towards the tail end of the album like shit just hit different like it was hitting hard like yeah some mean type shit there's fillers bro uh-huh. that's what that's why I don't understand like if if just give us a solid 14 track album yeah for sure take off half the, the features and, and because there so that the, there's two songs that I do want to talk about Okay. One song is Excitement featuring Party Next Door. Mm-hmm. And then the other song is The Nether. Okay. The Nether <clears throat> had no features. It was all trippy. And it wasn't melodic auto-tune. It wasn't his typical um, approach. Right. It was just bars, you know? Yeah, that was his cool switch a up. A notable bar. He says, I spit my feelings into a glass mic. That boy get too much cheese. How you expect and not to attract mice. He says, don't want to be the one to pick your brain. Want to be the one to pick and choose a different pinky ring every day. It's just like punchline, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's why I I chose that song. Uh, The beat was produced by Oz and Burnley, AKL. Like I said, I feel like he really got out of his comfort zone. You can hear a different side of him on the song. It's and it's more lyrical, not so much singing, yeah. melodic, auto tune, shouting, yelling, sad boy hours. And the, the 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 beat, bro, really had like these uh had extra like elements of like outdoor wilderness and mm-hmm. birds and w- the production was just super solid. Interesting, like so you don't you don't hear that shit every day. Yeah, that's why it really stood out to me because mm-hmm. I was listening to the whole album and every time that song came on, it was just <clears throat> it was so original. I it felt like yeah. Um, going through it, like, I think I went like four times, bro. Um, it was difficult, honestly. Like there was a, like, it just wasn't enough. Like, uh, how do you say? Like, uh, a lot of the songs, I didn't feel like there was enough substance. They were skippable tracks. A lot of, a lot of them were skippable tracks. Those are the fillers. Yeah. And it's just like, um, I don't know, dude. It just it was too much. And but I, I, I did, definitely get what you're saying. The the it the thing that when I try to listen to music nowadays, it's kind of hard because as an artist, you listen to it from an artist's ear mm-hmm. and you can hear what you would do different. Right. As as a consumer, I try to not pass 
give it an easy pass right off the bat. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Because I, if I did that, bro, I would, I would not listen to half the albums that are getting put out. The one album that I liked the most from <clears throat> four episodes that we've been doing this is Reasons album. Because there's so much substance, there's so much content, there's uh-huh. a lot to take away from it. It's kind of hard for this genre of music to to stand out, to be... Yeah. and that's There's a-, a lot of, not clones, but there's a lot of artists that have the same cadence and have the mm-hmm. same type of production. Yeah, and that was my thing with like Trippy's album is like, it was like, it was a lot of shit you could bop to. You know what I mean? You could just turn it on and turn, and, turn, and then turn your brain off and you could just bop and, and drive home and have a good time or you could party with it definitely, or whatever. You know what definitely. I mean? Like there was a lot of that, which is cool. Like, and that and sometimes you need that type of music. You know what I mean? But I feel like, so it wasn't, I, I didn't hate the album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, there was this, like, uh, I was listening through it, um, even like my way here, like, like for the fifth time, you know, and cause I had a hard time like finding like bars that were good enough that i wanted to bring to the show you know what i mean yeah um <clears throat> but um there was a song hell rain i think um lil wayne's featured on it and uh someone else bro lil wayne is popping up on everyone dude that's cr- again it's crazy it's like man. what is this 2002 when he was on every song on the radio i i don't know what happened i'm not mad about there's it a, a light that or a fire that got sparked under him recently man right it's cool but yeah so what i brought here was like uh he says uh we were some born losers, but baby girl, I'm a win. I believe in God, but this lifestyle I live, I sin. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that kind of spoke to me, right? Because like um, anybody that's born in like unfavorable circumstances, like nobody expects them to pull out on top mm-hmm. or to win, like he says, you know, or to make it out the hood, so to speak. Yeah. But with the right mentality and determination, it can be done for sure. Yeah. And, and he's proof of it. I like that he's aware that he's living wrong. Yeah. He, it, uh-huh. It's what's making him win. Yeah. So that, and I have that too. Like, you know, lifestyle is that he lives, like, you know, like a lot of times, like, um, he wants, I mean, most people don't want to fucking, if you believe in hell, don't want to burn for the rest of the last right? All eternity. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so he wants to go to heaven, but he knows like to like, in to survive where he, where he started. Like you had to, you had to fucking sell drugs. You had to hit a lick here and there. It's the lifestyle. Yeah, you, I mean, it's just it, it's who you are, and that's who you have to be to, to get out Not and to, to survive. Sidetrack, but I just I just read your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this, this dude has a, a shirt with the pocket protector, and then it says "still fat." <laughs> bro, it's last man. It's like a stay humble type shit, bro. Where's, where'd you get that shirt from? So this comes from uh, Danny Lopiori, bro. You can follow him on Instagram. G plug, bro. He's a friend bro. of the show. I had to do a double take and make sure I read the. Yeah, <laughs> read no. Right. So like he was going through this like weight loss journey, bro. And uh, <laughs> someone commented on his picture was like, you're still fat. So and then so he, he just made merch. Yeah, he turned into it. merch. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the dude is funny, bro. I oh, love man. the guy. Um, another song that really stood out to me was Excitement and featuring Party Next Door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the song was actually released back in July, and then it made the final cut of the album. Oh, dope! But the music video was insane. Like, party next door just had this this uh, this demeanor that he he knows he's fucking dope. Like he is just sitting there rapping his bars effortlessly, though. Like he knows his music speaks for himself. Um, I personally feel like it should have been a tribute or a. I personally feel like it could have been a party next door featuring Trippy Red. Oh yeah, he just took it over, huh? I, for me personally, yeah. just because I rock with Party Next Door. Yeah. But it was unexpected the the collab itself. Uh, yeah. Is what really caught me off guard because 
party next door you know like he i just feel like he's just such a low-key artist mm-hmm. but i don't know i feel like maybe he's i feel like he's using this platform to because he did drop an album in 2020 right. as well so maybe he's just trying to move up the ladder you know mm-hmm. get his name relevant again yeah it's not a bad way to do it i mean it's trippy trippy's popping and he's always promoting everything you know what i mean so it's i mean why not yeah um overall like i said the song or overall the album had 25 songs 11 features the thing that i did like about this album though is there was a lot of those throwaway songs there was a lot of those filler songs Mm -hmm. but there was certain songs that really stood out and showcased that trippy red could rap he yeah, doesn't have 100%. to use auto tuning. He doesn't have to just do the 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 typical trend that he's the stuff that he's like boxed into. So I to think speak. the thing though is he has to stick to that mm-hmm. to sell to sell records. That's a, yeah. If he dropped a, an entire album like the Nether, uh-huh. I don't think the the album sold sixty one thousand first week. Damn. So he needs to be relatable. He needs to speak to his current fan base. Uh-huh. And try it as See, well as the new fans come. Yeah, that's in. what sucks about like I, being like a well-known artist. Like your fans just expect you to stick in this box. Like, and you're supposed to be caged in the rest of your career. Like you could never expand. Yes. You could never change yes. a sound. Like that's I couldn't even imagine that. That bro. reminds that sucked, me bro. of Schoolboy Q. He dropped Oxymoron. He dropped. Um, hey Google. Schoolboy Q's albums. I just want to get the list correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Oxymoron, Crash Talk. When he dropped Blank Blank Face, um, oh, so yeah, setbacks can't can't forget setbacks, habits and contradictions. But when he dropped uh, Crash Talk, people really didn't like it because he wasn't on that druggy talk no more. Mm-hmm. He wasn't yeah. on that druggy flow. And Schoolboy Q was saying like people just expect you to still be that forever. You're, people get mad that you're not bettering yourself. Yeah. They want you to be depressed <laughs> and on drugs. That's the old schoolboy Q. That's the, you know, that's the real schoolboy Q. And yeah. he, he even said, like, that was me when I was depressed and an addict. Yeah. And you want me to be that the rest of my life for your liking? Hell no. And he, it was, it, he was talking about Mac Miller and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying about this Trippy Red Pegasus album is. Yeah. I feel like he had to make it 25 songs give it half of what people know that he mm. what he's been okay. doing and then give him half of new stuff they can experiment with yeah, hell yeah then they can get the stats and they can see okay what songs were people really fucking with that makes sense and I like it's it kind of sad because what if they still like the <laughs> typical the old that's, that's, that's that he, what he doesn't want to be anymore they want trippy back on Zans, bro <laughs> <laughs> they want him depressed and all that shit yeah. and man as a fan bro fans are so needy and so like it's disgusting it is, bro. It's toxic. Yeah, for real, bro. Because you you need to appeal. Because that's your that's your job. You mm-hmm. need to appeal to them every time. Dude, yeah, and then you're like trapped. Like, because what? Let's. I I want to try a new sound, but then I lose all of my fans, and then I'm not making money anymore. And then what? Exactly. And then you realize they want they they need this certain person. It takes a lot to get into that headspace. Yeah, for sure. You can't bro. just go in the studio and then just. I'm I'm this person. Snap it on right there. Or I mean, you could, but then that's just faking it, and it's not genuine. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like Trippy was talking about, he wants to come out with like a whole like um, punk rock album too. Like, that's dope, bro. Like, I, like I'm all for like this experimenting and like these cross um, genre music making and stuff like that, bro. I'm here for it. Yeah, I just it kind of, that reminds me of like when Lil Wayne did that. Yeah, and he was like the first one. Like people think hated of. on him, but I'm a hundred percent certain that that album still 
got certified gold. Let me see. Yeah, when Little Rain started wearing skateboards. So, yeah, it was Rebirth. Yeah, yep. And when it came out, bro, people hated him for it. So, it debuted at number two on the U.S. Billboard charts. It sold 176,000 copies first week. God damn. I didn't even know that. Bro, that's tough. Let me see the certifications. Yeah, it went platinum. Yeah, I went platinum. Sold over a million copies. Ooh. But when he first dropped Prom Queen, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, bro. people dragged him for that, bro. Hated it, bro. And I, I genuinely liked it. Prom a dope song. I I think, like, I and Knockout, if, too, is dope. If, yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. That brings me back. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like if Trippy did that, he's definitely going to have some some haters. Yeah. For, I mean, it sucks, it's dude. It's touchy, bro. I, I couldn't. Touchy. To have to be boxed in for like the rest of your life and be a certain thing, bro, I could never do it, man. Like, it just looks like most artists, like you guys, like, let's talk to you, Craze, the artist, right? Mm-hmm. You're creative. You have a creative mind, bro. Like, to have to be boxed in, you could never, like, do that again. So you're, they're taking part of you away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they're taking part of every artist away because we want you to be this for the rest of your life. That's trash, bro. I've, I've seen it firsthand with artists, man, who've dropped a project and that's the project that people really take in and mm-hmm. then they start dropping new stuff and it doesn't live up to the first project so then they're trying to recreate that yeah that feel and it's just a constant battle man of trying to just create recreate a time in your life uh-huh for sure cuz it that's all that it is is just a, a a little small sequence of your life that people really gravitated towards mm-hmm. and they don't like this new stuff cuz you're feeling better Right. I've seen it with my personal artists go through this. Damn, man. bro, I hate it. They dropped the project. People ate it up. Dropped another project. People ate it up. Two years passed. New stuff. New content. New life experience. Didn't perform as well. Dropped a new project. And these projects aren't just throwaway songs. These are life experiences. Yeah, this putting is, your whole heart into it. It's stuff that you've gone through throughout mm-hmm. your life. And then to see people still not satisfied is the worst fucking feeling. Bro, I could only, that has to be like depressing, bro. Like, fuck, man. It definitely is, man. <laughs> it definitely is. Music's not for everyone, though. Yeah, for know? sure. For sure. Because although it is depressing, for me personally, speaking from experience, it's something that helps me get away and it gives mm. me more satisfaction than talking to someone. Right, okay. I do enjoy talking to people, but writing lyrics, songwriting, it helps me actually understand what I'm feeling. Okay, I can understand. And that. then the song comes out and... I don't know. It's just a therapeutic. Yeah, so that's dope. Yeah, so that's because for me personally, the music that I've been making, I haven't released any of it. Mm -hmm. We heard a song that I made on the break, and I'm to a point where I might drop that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's great music. You should, and I, I, I definitely will. But the thing is, is I'm not. If I was to not do this podcast and not make music, occupation wise, me and my family are good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm not, that's not my main goal is to make money. My main goal is not to quit my job. My main goal is not any of that. I just like to create stuff. It's good for your soul. I, I'm, I'm working bro. And I just have an idea or or thought. Mm -hmm. If I don't write it down, it's going to drive me nuts. I have to pull my phone out and whatever idea it is for wave cartel or for the podcast or for music or for a music video I can't sleep until I write that thought down. Okay. So as an artist, someone who's super like 
I need the fans to love this or else, you know, that's a shitty circle. Like it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a messed up cycle to put yourself in right. because you're never, they're never going to be satisfied hundred mm-hmm. percent of the time. Their cancel culture is insane. You're, you're going to piss off people no matter what you're doing. Oh yeah, dude. No matter what you can have your viewpoints on things and you're not disrespecting or being anything, but you, people are going to hate it. You can't even have your own opinion without pissing people off. So that's why I'm super happy with the music that I've made. Okay. And I haven't even put it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I wake up and I play it in rotation. And uh-huh. it's in it's in my songs, listening to Trippy Red, and I'll play my music. That's dope, man. And it makes me feel super happy and on top of the world, even though five people have heard it. <laughs> <laughs> See, so maybe it's that. Maybe you cracked the code. Maybe like making music for yourself, like that's just the yes. way to do it, right? Because then eventually like people are going to hear it, they're going to fuck with it but like the i the, think the bottom will. line and the baseline is like you you love it yourself you got to love it first or love yourself first mm-hmm. before anyone else can. right for sure because if you don't bro you're just going to keep on living and feeding off other people's energy 100%. and that's not it's not a solid source of energy yeah. bro dude like being an artist sucks right because like um it's like give and take and you're giving so much and the consumer like, just takes everything, bro. They don't. You don't get nothing back. You get a few likes here and there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but and that's the thing. Like, even if they don't like it, you already gave your you gave your heart and soul in this track, and they don't give you nothing. And back. then they go, "When's the next drop?" <laughs> yeah, they just run through it quick, and then they they're ready for the next one. It's like, bro, I just dropped the whole album. <laughs> yeah, like that. What took the me, fuck is this? Where's that, the old craze? That took me two years to write. I just that's what I'm saying, man. Is take just, three Zans and come back to me. <laughs> that's what i'm saying though bro is like so i've been in this game for 10 years and i was dropping album album single single in high school people knew me but people hated me um because there was like competing rap groups and stuff and it was like Mm -hmm. this weird beef when none of it really mattered but at that time none of that really mattered to me because people it was the energy of the fans and my friends and people bumping the music Hell yeah. But I wasn't doing it for the passion of music. I was doing mm. it for the passion of people's attention. Okay. And then just going to, through like with radio and stuff and then growing up, I realized like it's just fake. It's not real <laughs> love. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like sure. people that I pass in passing is just like, yo, you still making music or yo, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Where I'm at in life is more focused on family and focused on business and mm-hmm. other things. And it's just like you genuinely... It's just like a conversation in passing. It's not like a genuine, a genuine. Um, it's not like a genuine question. It's just something that they're asking off top. Yeah, and I kind of realized that. So all these, all this time, I was doing this for every everyone else. I was doing it for everyone else and not for me. Yeah, and That's- for me is what really matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. All those like shitty, like non-genuine interactions. Just they see you and they recognize you. And maybe there's a there's an opportunity they could just like feast a little bit off of what you got going on. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a lot of like they just want to stay tapped in so they could be like, yeah, my boy Craze does this, mm-hmm. and it's just like you haven't asked how my son's doing. You haven't. Do you even know I have a kid, bro? Exactly. People don't. Yeah, but and that's it's it's mostly my fault because I social media for me is only business. Mm-hmm. I have like five posts on Instagram. I've been on Instagram for years, but I don't I don't document my personal life because I'm I'm happy and I don't need everyone else to to mm-hmm. know it. You know what Hell I'm yeah. saying? I feel that. Cuz it's it's genuine happiness. Right. I sure. I'm barely starting to post my son on my my socials. I just 
they they don't know my son and it's just like why should i get personal with you guys and let you guys see his growth when you live 10 minutes away from me you could be a part of it but it's just i want to see it on instagram types yeah yeah for sure bro so it's just i don't feel like they they've earned that you know mm-hmm. my son's genuine happiness it it it's something that i i take i uh what's the word what's the word when my son's happiness i'm greedy with it and i don't okay wanna, yeah, yeah i don't want you can say, just say that yeah i'm greedy with it man hell yeah makes sense well that's the thing dude like meeting our kids you know it should be a privilege yes and there's family who aren't really involved mm-hmm. and if that's going to be the case then i'm not going to allow my son to get mixed up with things that's temporary exactly bro. you know what i'm saying yeah when young minds are impressionable bro like yes. you know what i mean like yes and even when it comes to even if it's friends, family, strangers, bro, like our your your time, your kids' time, it's it's a it's it should be cherished and it, it is a privilege. Like and you, yeah, and yes. you, you got to take care, and that's how you know you treat other people, right? You cherish other everybody's time. So, trippy red Pegasus. <laughs> Overall, what do you think, dude? If I were to rate this album out of ten, I'd give it a seven. Seven. There's yeah. a few songs off the album that are in rotation for sure. I liked it. If there was fourteen songs, I would give it ten. One hundred percent, because then they'd yes. all be they'd all be hitting the yes. right cylinders. But the thing is, is like I like I said on Ty Dolla Sign's album, there's a lot of songs that sound the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The dude. beats sound the same. The 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 flow going into it sounds the same. Dude, let me say this: the extended version of the Pegasus album has thirty five tracks. I didn't even know there. That's were... insane. They bro. dropped the deluxe already. Yeah, bro. They dropped the deluxe to the deluxe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. thirty-five tracks. But I think that, and if I, I could be wrong. But what it looked like is that every song off the has a music video as well, which is dope. Yeah, because that's a lot of fucking work. So uh, I shout think out they're to more like that. visualizers. Okay, I don't okay. think they're like full on high production. I could be wrong though. Um, overall, I love. I actually love the album on the songs that I liked. Um, I just that's my my take on. Give me a rating as, out of ten. As a creator, I can't ever say I hate something. Right. I just won't listen to it again. Fair. I would agree with you on the seven, though. Like it. It's not a terrible album at all. And there's a lot of replayable songs. But mm, for at, sure. at the same time, there's a lot of skippable songs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. After the break, we have our segment, Yes, No Potential.
by Hooligan. If you guys want to check them out, you can go on YouTube, search Produced by Hooligan, or you can go to www.wavecartelmedia.com backslash beats. Yeah, shout out to Hooligan. That kid's a fucking genius, dude. Yeah, I'm going to have him on the show more often. His, uh, the segment where he made the beat live. Mm-hmm. Just blew me away. That was so cool. Dude. He made it in like twenty five minutes tops. So you gave him something like a challenge that's a little harder, but because I'm like, yeah, I gave of, him, I gave him perfect beats. Yeah, let's get something sounds. fucking weird. We dude. should do like a like a clown horn. Yeah, he yeah, has, dude. <laughs> he got some mix of clown horn with like a a cowbell. <laughs> yeah, and we got I'll, a challenge, I'll dude. The, I'll make the kick myself. I'll go, <laughs> and I'll do my class. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could turn that into something fire. <laughs> Okay, so for our last segment is Yes, No Potential. If you are a regular, you already know. If you're new, it's the segment where we play music and we rate it. The music that we find is spammed on comments on YouTube, Instagram. We got one from Twitter today. Uh, So yeah, so first song is from Eric Gambino, Rockstar from the Block. Fuck yeah. I like that. Let me load it up real quick. Also, being a fan of the show, being a fan of the show, this is my favorite part of the show. It's, it's fucking dope. We really don't know what to expect. All these are genuine responses. I've, I haven't heard none of these either. So, yeah, so this is Eric Gambino, rock star from the block. Block. Gratata. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, she give me top Cause I'm a rock star from the block I rock out with the touch You know that I'm to my block Diamonds on me dance You know these niggas they plot Try to reach my chain You know we up in the blocks Baby, she give me top Cause I'm a rock star from the block I rock out with the touch You know that I'm to my block Diamonds on me dance You know that these niggas they plot Try to reach my chain You know that we up in the blocks Get my bitch too bad, stylist Jump, jump in the crowd, I'm wildin' My money too, but you're appallin' Get in that room and stay silent Yeah, I want them crash and my haters, they mad, you know they mad, you know I need my backing. Do a show, turn up, I'm texting, roll away, I smoke, relaxing, catch a hop all day, I'm clapping. And I'm tired of these niggas, they acting, and I'm tired of these bitches, they acting, uh, can they be my man? No ho, just give me brain, got a brand new bag, I flex, little ho, just call no text, just give me brain, no sex, you know Lil Eric up next, you know Lil Eric up next, just give me brain, no sex, got a brand new bag, I flex, got a brand new bag, I flex, Roger that. These niggas, they my sons, they some copycats. If it's Will Spin again, we throw shots at that. And when I ask the gang, ain't no time in that. Baby, she give me top, cause I'm a rockstar from the block. I rock out with guitars, you know that I'm on my Glock. Diamonds on me dance, you know that these niggas, they pop. Try to reach my chain, you know that we up and we shot. Baby, she give me top, cause I'm a rockstar from the block. I rock out with guitars, you know that I'm on my Glock. Diamonds on me dance, you know that these niggas, they clock. So that was Eric Gambino, rock star from the block. Lalo, what you got? Well, that was dope, bro. Yeah? Yeah, he, he went hard. Yeah? Hell yeah, I liked it, bro. Yes, no potential. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, bro. That was dope, man. If, if he has more content out, I mean, we can find out on his SoundCloud or whatever, bro. I would listen to it. Yeah, I'll uh I'll link all his I'll I'll link everyone's um 
socials and whatnot. Um, the last episode we had yes yes it was social uh, it was surface wave podcast first ever yes yes um those two songs that we both agreed on those artists actually reached out to surface wave podcast because of lalo what up <laughs> lalo actually went onto their socials and you know did his networking but let him know it's it's actually it's dope to see you know, the excitement that artists get. Yeah, they were cool about it. They were super excited. It's, it, like I said, it's a genuine response. It's our first time listening to it. So mm. if we say, yeah, it's off top, you know? Yeah. But I, I would say potential. Um, As a producer, the auto-tune just was in a different key. It was... Okay. And it just... I can just hear it. I, I And there was a few parts where the flow kind of... The, the bars were a little... It, they were like nursery rhyme. It was kind of yeah. Just it was a little okay, too okay. simple for me. So we got a we got a yes and a potential. I was just vibing, bro. I was I felt like <laughs> don't fuck up my vibe. Yeah, yeah quit hating, bro. Uh, all right. So song number two is from Big Face Slada. All one word, Big Face Slada, and this is Molly Rock. Oh shit. I'm a DJ. In my sock. Took a fucking bitch on Molly Rock. That's my Glock. My bitch, bad Blanco. She hot. If they gang on the side, they will throw a shot. Got your man and she giving me sloppy tongue. Chop the brain off the coop and I do the dead. Sippy, yeah, little bitch, I be chasing kids. Found the lick so I knew me a skinny man. Feel like knock on little bitch, yeah, I know I'm bad. Yo, gas, we jet lag. We roll propane, that be straight gas. Throw that bitch to a bed, don't fight that. Big face Slada, Molly Rock, Ala start. I'll say no. Um, it does have potential. Choose a side. I'm gonna just say no, as my personal music preference. Mm-hmm. It's not something I would spend. If I could put this in my rotation, it's a no. Yeah, it's just the ad libs are super over exaggerated. Yeah, the mixing of it was just. I don't know. I could just hear the ad libs a lot throughout the song. It's oh. just big rock, Molly rock, like to the ass. It just seems a little dated. Yeah, I wasn't like um his the way he was using his voice just wasn't for me. Yeah, because you could tell he was making his voice. More, yeah, my man was trying more deep and you know. No, no, that was sorry, bro. Both knows. So for this last song for yes no potential is Crudy Beam K R U D D Y. Beam, B-E-A-M. With the laser beam. Pretty much, yeah. This song is called Bluffin'. Hey, Mario Jones, you got that vibe, bro. Get your... 
Posting them threats on your story, say something. Yeah, I'm gonna be on top, but I'm starting from nothing. Yeah, nigga, I'ma eat this beat like a muffin. Like Hitting my shoes, and don't know they bustin'. Looking behind, see my memories coming. I can't go on acting crazy in public. I see the cops in my face get to mugging. Giving them shots like a motherfucking doctor. Yeah, she call me daddy cause she don't got no fault. And she cheated yeah. on beat that bitch ass like a boxer. I can envision myself in my concert. If she talking about her ex, I'm a blocker. I'm so clean like I sleep in a washer. Running back like I'm Marion Foster. These niggas be always calling me a monster. And I'm always representing Black Lives Matter. That bitch from the mill smell like seafood platter. I need me some space and I'm not talking sad And I got the moves Like my name Mick Jagger Writing this song On my motherfucking pump bed. Be a wise man That's what the monks say niggas be hanging Literally by one thread This shit ain't sweet So get ready for bloodshed My niggas gon' pull up And shoot like the military You fucking bitch doggy I fuck her a missionary White plug Yeah I think his name Miller had I just want my nicotine Niggas stop being scared I need the drugs And them purse my run He got shot in the head No John F. Kennedy Chop sing like some motherfucking melon I got snow bunnies like Okay um He has a good flow my But his game. his bars are Are a little cringe to me I stay clean like I'm in a washer, aiming for their head like I'm JFK. That's um, tough, bro. She calling me daddy. She has no father. <laughs> and then he's talking about a girl, and she smells like a seafood platter. <laughs> well, he eats the, eats the track like a muffin. Eats the track like a muffin. Ugh. Nursery bars, bro. No, for me, bro. I don't, this is uh, for you said the last song sounded dated. This one sounds all the way dated, bro. Not for me. Yeah. Sorry, bro. No, no. So we had one yes, one potential, and we had two no's. This week was rough. If you guys have any music that you want to submit, send it to wavecartelmgmt at gmail.com. Yeah, that's it for this week's episode. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Surface Wave Podcast. And if you subscribe, Make sure to turn on the notifications. We got new episodes dropping every Monday. Hey, yeah, thanks for all the love everyone showed. Um, all the new followers coming through, it was dope. Um, yeah, also, if you're follow- if you uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, mm. five star that. Yes, please. I'll find you. <laughs> please. We're local. All right, we love y'all.